Welcome to Digest and Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effects on the markets. This podcast is for educational purposes and should not be taken as investment advice. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you're prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now onto the podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Dylan Holman and joining me is seasoned trader Henry Ward who has over 10 years experience in the markets. Hello everyone, how are you? Podcast has a simple format which we'll see us talking about the top three financial stories in the news. This week we're looking at electric cars with the manufacturers Volkswagen, Tesla and Aston Martin. First things first though, Henry, how's your week been? The week has been okay. We've had a we've had a nice a nice couple of days of bullishness on the Nasdaq, which is which is nice to see again for anyone who has been in the, the tech industry. But you have um, the likes of the S and P and the Dow at record highs, and then this week you have um, the some of the financial sectors have brought out their earnings report today and yesterday. So it's been a big old big old day for the likes of the Dow, which has the likes of Wells Fargo, the likes of of JP Morgan on the book. So it's been a good week so far. Great. Okay, well, let's crack on then with today's topic, which is all about electric vehicles. So this is obviously at the forefront of everyone's mind with the government confirming that by 2030, there's going to be a complete ban on the sale of petrol and diesel cars. Um, it's interesting, actually, just looking at some of the stats that March of this year was actually a record month for sales of electric and hybrid cars. Um, so they typically are about 7% of the um, the monthly sales. And then in March, which is typically the biggest grossing month for car sales, because it's actually just before the number plates changed to the fresh license numbers. So that it moved up to 14% of the market. So let's crack on then with the first topic, which is Volkswagen. So what's been happening with Volkswagen and their look into electric vehicles? Well, it, it, Volkswagen has had a, had a very, very different year this year than last year because we all know about the emissions. Uh, I think there's an, actually a documentary on Netflix called Dirty Money. They're talking about the, the emissions scandal that was in Volkswagen, that Volkswagen were, were doctoring the data to say that their emissions were lower than they were, so they were meeting the, the criteria for their cars and, and that they weren't. They just physically couldn't. And it was easier to doctor than it was to actually get the cars correctly. So this year has been has been a pretty, pretty good year. So if we look at uh, 2020 from the low of the pandemic up to where it is now, which is, I say, I say a year, it is, it is just directly a year since the bottom of, of the bottom of the pandemic. And it's up 214% year to date from the, from the pandemic low to right now. And if we go from 2020 to now, which is, what's that, about uh, 18 months or less, just under 18 months, and it's 42% up. So anyone who bought at a high last year is still massively up. Anyone who bought at the low last year, you're laughing the whole way to the bank because it, it's had a, an extremely good year, especially 2021. And if we look at the share prices um, from about May to December, we've had a pretty flat. It was sort of stuck at 150. And now in the, from the beginning of 2021, it, it entered the year at $150. It's now at $250. So 2021 has been, has been very, very good to Volkswagen. And in terms of the models that they're selling, so, you know, Volkswagen believing that electric vehicles are the future and their plan is to sell 1 million electric or hybrid cars this year alone. 
Um, so that's primarily their ID3 and ID4 models. Um, so longer term, do you think that they could overtake Tesla or are Volkswagen kind of always playing catch up to some of some of the original electric vehicle manufacturers? Oh, absolutely. Abs- absolutely. 100%. There's, there's Volkswagen and Toyota and Ford. None of those are playing catch up to Tesla. Tesla are playing catch up to them because remember, they already have the distribution network. They already have the they already have the sales, the demand. People are already using their products. All they have to do now is, is come up with a battery that is that is good enough to challenge. And it looks like Volkswagen have come up with a battery that is good enough to actually challenge the likes of Tesla. And if one of these, if one of these car manufacturers, whether it's likes of Volkswagen or whether it's the likes of Toyota or any of them there, they, they can easily outperform the likes of Tesla if they can actually get um, their marketing rice, if they can get the, the car looking rice. And you're, you say there about the, the ID3 and the ID4. Have you actually seen the car itself? Yeah, there's a couple actually on, the, on my road. Yeah, they're, they're actually really, really nice as well. I'm going, oh, wow. I remember I saw it, what was it, literally two weeks ago, and I'm going, oh, that, that's nice. That's really nice. So um, they're, they're, the look of it, it looks really, really good, but it comes down to whether their battery is is going to be good enough. What's the cost of them if there's faults in the battery? So one of the big things with Tesla and the metrics that we sort of use. Well, we have Neo and we have Me- and we have Tesla. So Neo's battery is is far better than than Tesla's. Uh, and then Tesla's battery then compared to Volkswagen. That's that that's the big litmus test. Whereas how many faults per hundred batteries um, does it have? So on so forth. Now, but that's where it's going to be the winner, the winning and losing of this electrical vehicle race. But there is loads of room for electric vehicles across the market because look, what well, by twenty thirty we have to stop selling combustion engines so from then on electric vehicles are here to stay and for volkswagen in particular boosting in their electric vehicle sales can't really come soon enough because you mentioned the emission scandal in 2009 where they actually just recently missed another carbon emissions reduction <laughs> target uh, which could lead to a fine of you know anyway up to sort of 200 million euros so they are all guns blazing now to to move over to selling more electric vehicles. Absolutely, and that that was that was a big driving force from the save two hundred million. Now I understand that when you look at the grand scheme of things, two hundred million to a company the size of Volkswagen is not huge, but it, it's not it's not like it's chump change either. It's still potentially a dividend that could have been shared out among shareholders or stuff something like that. So it, it is peanuts in in prepared to the likes of the company's turnover and the likes of their profits. But it, it, it again, it's it's a little bit of a sting. That that they shouldn't have actually been hit with. They should have got their act together. It should have had. Shouldn't have happened. In in my opinion, that they should have hit their carbon emissions targets. But again, they failed to do it. So then it, it, it comes down to whether this is an ongoing issue with Volkswagen that they, they didn't hit their emissions test this one this time again. Are the battery the next generation batteries that going to be delayed again? So on and so forth. So um, it's also something to take into consideration that they they give out dates. They, they have targets and then they they miss them and isn't much better to put back for six months and actually hit your target than than not but again that is something we have to take into consideration when we're talking about volkswagen but if we look at them over the last year they have they have gone on from strength to strength and 214 percent from the low of the pandemic is is pretty damn good by anyone's stretch of imagination 
Well, talking about companies that have gone from strength to strength, let's move on to Tesla then. So they had a bit of a blockbuster 2020, didn't they, with nearly <laughs> 700% gains. Tesla have had a blockbuster year from 2020. They, they just went on from strength to strength from the beginning of the year. Prior to 2020, they weren't doing massively well because in 2019 or the back end of 2019, they actually had 18 months of a sideways movement, which means then that they were sort of struggling. They, they were not profitable. They were, were massively delayed with the manufacturing. They, they couldn't get cars out to people. There was a waiting list of up to three or four months per car. And, and we look at from the beginning of 2020 and um, to the high of 2021, yeah, it's 973% run from the, the beginning of 2020 to the high of 2021. If we go from sort of the low which is the which is the coronavirus low up to the high were actually 1170% return now since then we've seen a pretty big pullback so the high of uh, Antesa was was $900 at the present moment we're actually at $683 it actually dropped down to 560 so we saw a pretty big pullback that it's it's almost 40% of a pullback there on um, Tesla over that period of time, yeah, exactly 40% of a pullback since the beginning of the of the year, so from the high of 2021. So we did, we have seen a really, really big pullback over this period of time as well. Well, within that period in April, um, some of the figures that Tesla have been announcing have been pretty impressive. So they've announced record delivery figures for its Model 3 and Model Y vehicles. Um, so it's it's interesting that that's not been reflected in the share price that much. Well, remember, why have the, the share prices dropped? We have the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is dropping. So it's we have tech is dropping. Everyone is sort of jumping out of tech at the present moment because it is dropping now. Is Tesla uh, a car manufacturer or is it a technology company? It sort of falls into that technology sort of sector. So we have the NASDAQ dropping. Uh, a second issue with the likes of this is, is Tesla overvalued? Absolutely, 100%. Is Tesla profitable? No, it's not profitable. It's profitable because of the carbon credits that it from the government, the green credits. That's why Tesla is is profitable because it's a green initiative, a green company. So and we've it, talked about it before, haven't we? How other yeah. car manufacturers actually buy those credits off Tesla to offset their own carbon emissions. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's that's one of the things where that means that Tesla are profitable because of the likes of that. It's not because they are selling cars. Now they will eventually become profitable from selling cars because they're opening more factories, they're selling more units, going on support. So it will happen. But again, once the market takes a little bit of a negative nosedive, which has happened over the last month, maybe month and a half, with the likes of the Nasdaq, and I know I'm talking about Nasdaq rather than the S and P and the Dow, then obviously the likes of these companies, these tech heavy companies and the company where you have newbie traders are going to pull their profits out. They're going to cash in. And then once the market starts moving again, I would expect to see the hype come back. I'd expect to see people to jump in again because if you bought Tesla at $900, you're definitely going to buy it again at $500, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. And there's also a lot of good news coming about uh, from the sector, right? So you've got everything from, you know, in the UK, we've already talked about it, how the government are um, banning petrol cars from 2030. And then in the US, you know, you've got Joe Biden's new infrastructure spending plans where he's putting money towards electric vehicles, whether that's charging point um, or other infrastructure. 
you know, these are all positive noises that are coming to help the likes of Tesla. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and if and if you if you look into it, you will hear stats. You will hear um, people talking about Tesla hitting the thousand dollar per share mark again. Now, can I see that happen? Absolutely, I can see that happening by the end of the year. One because of the initiatives that the governments uh, around the world are trying to do. Because obviously, whether it's solar panel, whether it is electric vehicles, what they're trying to do is, is bring down the carbon footprint, bring down the reliance on the likes of oil and coal, bring down the reliance of um, manufacturing. So they're, they're trying to make it more cost efficient, more green. We're trying to make the, the, the world a better place. And, and, and we, can, we can see that, that using the likes of electric vehicles will get us that way quicker than combustion engines rather than coal and oil okay so if we can cut out the likes of those then there's a huge drive for governments then to go that way and that's why the likes of tesla is winning the race sort of with the likes of the electric vehicles because they have been doing it for years they have had the infrastructure there and they have probably some of the smartest people in the world working for the likes of elon musk yes i see this going on from strength to strength but Again, will it be this year? Will it be next year? But this sell-off that we've had now has has been um, beautiful to anyone who has a long-term outlook on Tesla that's going that's beneficial. Then this is the the ideal time to potentially buying it. Now, obviously, we've no guarantee that it's going to go up to a thousand dollars or or two thousand dollars or five thousand or or whether it's going to drop the whole way down to a hundred dollars. No, we never know. But the idea is, is what's your long-term trajectory on this? And then if your long-term trajectory is that it's going to continue growing, $500 or it's now at 630 seems to be really decent entry at the market at the moment. Okay, well, let's move on to our last topic, which is Aston Martin. Now, when I think of Aston Martins, you think James Bond, you think <laughs> sexy cars, you know, loud engine noises. You certainly don't think electric vehicles. Um, but before we start talking about their electric vehicle credentials, let's just have a little look at their share price over the last sort of 18 months, because they listed in October 2018, didn't they, for just over £109 a share? Yeah, they've had a pretty bad time. Aston Martin have, have just gone downward from where it was to the low. That is 98% of a drop which is absolutely unbelievable. So 98% of a drop to the low. Now that is from the, that's down to the low of uh, the bottom of coronavirus. Now, and it wasn't, it wasn't even the bottom of coronavirus because it continued to drop. Now I remember the, the podcast, the very first podcast we'd done in Austin Martin, it was about May when we'd done it, or June, in around there. And I actually bought it up from what we talked about. And at the present moment, I think about 45 to 50% up on that investment since then. But since the low, since that, since that time, we've actually seen a nice steady rise on the likes of the Martin. People have slowly jumped back into it from the low up to where it is now. It's actually gone up 265%. Okay, so if anyone bought it at the very low where we talked about it back then, yeah, you're you're doing you're very you're doing very very well at the present moment, but this has a long way to go to recover to where it should be or where it once was. Yeah, as you say, things are starting to look up for Aston Martin. So in December 2020, the company raised 1.3 billion pounds in a refinancing agreement. But apart from that, 
one of the positives has been that the luxury car market has actually had a really strong year um, and Aston Martin are well within that. So they've got a couple of limited edition supercars. I don't know if you're a, a, an Aston Martin fan, <laughs> but they, they've got a couple which are priced, you know, well over the $2 million mark. So proper money. And so these are actually leading the way in terms of sales for the company. So the things are certainly going back on track. And they've got a new chairman in Lawrence Stroll, who seems a a pretty successful guy. You know, he's a billionaire from uh, his previous role. Um, They've got a good guy at the top. Well, look, I, I can't wait for the I can't wait for the next James Bond movie to come up because um, from from research on this, doesn't doesn't um, Aston Martin sales generally jump by twenty percent when James Bond movies come out? So um, I, the sooner that James Bond movie comes out, the, the better for me because um, and my stock will hopefully jump by ten or twenty percent at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new film's called No Time to Die, and they've pushed that release date back. I don't know; it seems like three or four times now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure, that's a, a typically a positive moment for Aston Martin. That, that includes one of their one of their their two million cars, the Valhalla. You'll be able to see the car that I drive around daily <laughs> yeah. in, in, in that in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's move on to their electric vehicle credentials. So Aston Martin has a new alliance with Mercedes-Benz to assist in bringing new electric cars to the markets. So as I mentioned, their chairman, Lawrence Stroll, he is looking to have a new vehicle out by 2025, um, having an eye on making £500 million in profit, which will be the first time since going public. Yeah, so that, that it, it's very bullish. It's, it's great time to be someone who is potentially looking into this because it, it's very exciting for the likes of Aston Martin. You have the likes of the new guy that's come in. They have their limited edition supercars going very, very well. And they have invested in the likes of F1. They are coming out with the likes of the James Bond. Or, you know what I mean? There's, there's an awful lot of, of pluses here. Now, was Aston Martin overvalued when it was floated? By the looks of it, absolutely. Absolutely. But there's no, every stretch of the imagination, yes, they were. Uh, do they look like they're undervalued at the moment? Um, maybe a tad. Maybe a tad. If you look into price to earnings, price to their PE ratio, stuff like that there, maybe, maybe not. But as in, as in what they bring to the table, yes, they are they're a little bit undervalued. Now, if they can actually get sales doing well, if they can actually get and hit the targets that they're looking to hit over the next two or three years, we could have a huge run on the likes of Aston Martin. So this is not going to be a short-term trade. You may see a little bit of short-term upside because of it. But again, this is something that you will hold on over the long period. And if they can actually make a few tweaks right now, then there is loads and loads of upside on the likes of this. But it'll be one of those ones that will grow in the portfolio. And one of these years, then it'll just have an exceptional year. But again, this is this is down to the electric vehicles. This is down to the, the sales of their supercars. And obviously, then the marketing they can do outside. Great. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. Before we wrap things up, is there anything else that people should be keeping an eye on? Oh, well, sorry, you have to keep an eye on crypto at the minute. We, we can't talk about anything else as, it, as XRP has had a, had a massive spike over the last couple of days. They've had some really, really good news from the likes of the, of the court case. You have the likes of Tron also had a massive spike up as well. So crypto, the crypto altcoins at the minute are popping off like it's, it's, it's no tomorrow at the minute. And it's, it's anyone who's in those. You've done extremely well over the last week. 
Okay, well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's podcast. You can learn more about the markets on Henry's weekly webinar, which you can find by going onto Google and typing in the Toro Trading School. We look forward to chatting to you next week. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a lovely day. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, visit eToro.com.